0: I said settle down. That's better. Body boys, get to it.
1: Hi, y'all, and welcome to Sleeper Island News. We are your host. I am Liliana.
0: And I'm Blix the Log Goblin. We are going to give you news from the adventure logs from the last two weeks so you literate pink meat sacks don't get killed out there.
1: Blix, word choices.
0: What? It's time for logs. Boris, bring me the logs. Uh, get your logs. Get in logs. Uh, here.
1: Very good boy, Boris. Now, I'll forget. Duh. Let's see. Our first story tonight is. For no, you, Blixie.
0: Yeah right here. Looks like a group of our finest went to the great unknown in an attempt to push back against our towering ignorance. A losing battle if you ask me. They traveled to the ZHT portal code, explored a frozen forest and met some friendly orcs. Greg and Zik. They indicated that they lived far to the southwest with the Frozen Blades tribe. They also named the nearby mountains the Cold Shield. After parting on good terms, an uncommon event in itself. Our group continued to wander in ever-widening circles. Their exploration led them across a druid circle, a fight with some saber-toothed tigers, and a couple of old skeletons clutching the words, Weeping Death. Normally, I'd make a quip here about needing to weep for the living, but this group did all right in my book. Look, Liliana, they even drew a map.
1: My goodness, what side of the bed did you wake up on this morning? I don't think I've ever seen you so chippin' my whole life. Huh. Anyway, our next story is the blood thickens it looks like these intrepid adventurers went out looking for something old something new something borrowed something blue guess they weren't married to the idea of peaceful nothingness oh well thanks for good news then back to the story brought to us by grittas the rock gnome and his party went to the forest of thorns hunting for trouble The first day they met a young Lependi and had a culture lesson about Vision Quest. How exciting. After the impromptu lesson, they ran into an orc and battled with a few plant like creatures. Now, it seemed like they were all trying to earn a citizenship in the community badge because they immediately went to help that orc. They made quick work of the plant creature, grass hyenas and murder butterflies. All to have that orc slip off without so much as a thank you. Rude. <laughs> Anywho, they found a cave the next day and went exploring. After looking at some pretty murals and having the cave magically explode into color, like a white shirt stuck in the wash with colors, they were attacked by a weird, a gallob duh, a flay snail, and some rhyme worms. Yuck. I, like our adventurers tend to do, They killed all the little beasties, though apparently their party member Hoys did not survive the encounter. Not to be deterred, they just drug his lifeless co-op around with them while they continued to explore the cavern. That's dark. (laughs) Oh, and I'm not talking about the lighting situation of the cave, honey. After going further in, they found some more pictures and murals. Seems like there will likely be a scholarly pursuit kind of thing here. It took some etchings, but didn't bring enough charcoal and parchment to really get all the etchings they wanted. Wrapping up, they went back home to Port Mirandia to resurrect that corpse of a horse. Yeah, I did mention they were just carrying around his lifeless body this whole time, didn't I? Well, in conclusion, knowledge is never dead weight, I guess. <laughs> Lexi, what you got for me, honey?
0: Oh man, Liliana, speaking of dead weight, here we go. Big news from the far west. The Yanti envoy's invitation was answered by a group of our uh, finest. Our ambassador and its entourage traveled to Tormur in order to kiss some hands and shake some babies. They met a bunch of people, including the ruler of the city. She seems nice, if a bit quirky. Her people refer to her as the Sal, and she, according to our team, recently executed one of her advisors named Notsoashu. The new advisor, Moatsalu, Cajoled our party into helping break into Netsoa Shue's old office. Breaking in and entering is a necessary skill set of any adventurer, so they obviously agreed. <laughs> Through the first door was a grand library, which quickly attacked our poor friends. This appears to have been the only defense feature of this office, minus some locked doors they found later. Beyond the library were several rooms in various states of disarray, mainly a laboratory, which appeared to have been the site of a recent altercation. They followed the clues down to a subterranean area, which smelled heavily of sewage. Nice to hear at least a few of our lot finding a home somewhere. (laughs) Anyway, down in the sewer, they found a massive snake skeleton and began checking it out. Out of nowhere, Netsoisshu appeared, flush with power and obviously not as dead as previously reported. She tried tempting Mwatsulu, the new advisor, because apparently they were buddies. But our crew held him back. They must have realized that they were in deep shit. What followed was a mayhem of sandstorms and reanimated snake skeletons resulting in our team coming out on top and Natsoua fleeing. You know what they say, when you gotta go, you gotta go.
1: Well, T I guess you know what they say, shit only runs downhill. Anyway, our next story is to new adventures. Now, Blexi, you remember last week when I talked about Numu and that cursed sushi crew? Well, they are back at it again. This time, hopefully not getting bested by crabs. <laughs> Numu and his friends decided to go back to that half-sunken wrecked ship east of Port Mirandia, and they found that one ship, but it had been dragged away from the cliffside, And it seems some of those poor sailors had deteriorated to the point where their speaking wasn't really possible for them. You know, at least that's what the captain Omran claimed. They asked the goblins or the hobgoblins. Sorry hobgoblins in the area for a bit, you know, to try to find out where the witch that cursed them might have gone. Apparently, the Gruff Gruff made a deal with her, some sort of peace treaty. But a certain hobo, who was more friendly, friend, did end up helping them find and meet the hag. According to Numu and Barry, she was, mm, how, do, how do you say, uh, needed a little bit extra beauty rest. <laughs> That's all i say in that matter. Women supporting women, all that jazz. Now they chatted for a bit, learned a few things, tried not to insult each other too much. You know, politics. But that sea witch only admitted that she may have cursed the crew. But even if she had, it would have only been because they crashed into a nearby cliff and potentially woke up a dwelling creature inside. After making a deal to go and check if the creature was still son logs, she offered to remove the curse that she definitely didn't put on the crew in return. How kind. So they went to the opening in the cliff face to find this creature, make sure it was, you know, pill-fluffed and all that. They didn't find a sleeping beauty, but they did find a big door, which they welcomed themselves into. Double rude. (laughs) Bad luck bears, they did attract the attention of the local populace, which tends to happen when you barge into someone's home, sweetie. It happens these caves and water-filled tunnels were connected with a clan of fish-squid people worshiping Kuatowa and their pet Chuls. Now, i never seen a Chul, but that sounds absolutely atrocious. Scuffled and tussled with them fish things for a bit before they turned fins and swam away. Seems like this was another failed fish fancy. Now, Blixie, any thoughts?
0: No comment whatsoever, except that it's pretty hard to screw up Goblin versus Hobgoblin, but I'll let it go since you're so nice to me all the time. Let me tell you about this uh, group that left Rundoke Oak, with a gaggle of road workers. How we keep recruiting these folks, I'll never know. They went north along the Brywall Bypass, through the Grey Goli, and out onto the Extension Road. The party reports breaking wind. I mean, a broken wand. And that's about the most interesting thing they encountered. Aside from some bears, wolves, rhinos, goats, crocodiles, one plesiosaurus, several hyena, giant vultures, bugbears, wargs, boars, water elementals, hags, and meteors. Over the course of a few days they managed to get a bridge built, granting us easy access to the wastes. Totally a waste of time. I'm kidding, that's quite an accomplishment for any crew. They then set their sights back on Roomed Oak. During their return trip, our party of intrepid adventurers encountered an ancient vampire and decided to bring it home with them. Of all the things life threw at them, they brought the vampire home. What a pain in the neck. I'll have you know, I once fought a vampire, a werewolf, and a ghost. All my size, and all single-handedly. Leliana was screaming that I was supposed to give him candy, but I knew better.
1: Blake-seat. Those were children. I keep on telling you, they were wearing costumes. <gasps> Anywho, looks like our next story is about Jub and company. Oh, I like that Jub. Such a sweet fella. Went north by way of the Briar Wall to take a gander at that Jubai Waste. Now, why on earth anyone wanted to go to a place called Waste is beyond me. Sounds like a waste of time.
0: Oh, that's plagiarism. I already used that one. Oh,
1: feed. Look, see, sharing is caring. Anyway, <clears throat> back to the story. On the way, they found a new merchant, Mr. Blue, selling all sorts of odds and ends. Now, Mr. Blue Sky, why'd you have to hide away for so long? We always need more gear, baby. And it looks like these fellas came across a huge stone obelisk just Ooh. out in the m- middle of nowhere. One of the crew was suggesting that this may be part of that island security system. Things went sideways before they could really get a looking at it too close like. Because out of nowhere, there came a huge ballista, and it sent our heroes a scrambling. They found themselves some high ground from which to observe the surrounding areas. And wouldn't you know it. Out of the waste were a bunch of constructs fighting huge elementals. Now, I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, Mama used to get in a fight with the washing tub ever so often. Just when it wouldn't be acting right, you know? I assume this is probably something similar. Anyway, discretion being the better part of Valor, our friends knew better than to try to break up this brawl. Their plan to avoid conflict, however, didn't help them much. Because the gods, fickle as they are, sent one of them constructs right into their camp at night. Now to him, this is the old washtub got the best of them, and even killed one of our best. Poor Jug. The others managed to survive till dawn, wisely deciding to head back to town, tail tucked and all that jazz. With the words behind them, those pesky adventurers managed to finally take a gander at their obelisk and found it was written secure in celestials secure from what robbers can you rob a language Blixy? anyway apparently this mr blue does not travel there fast because they managed to actually catch up to him back on the way home he directed them to find even more interesting items to purchase at trader's bay Maybe that Alex guy can go find himself there and buy a personality. <laughs> Bland as a potato chip, I tell you. Sadly, poor Jub, before he left, just could not take the whole of this island no more and elected to claim true death. And when they came back to the, to the town, they did a private ceremony with unify of the camera. Oh, tips of despair. What do you got to chimmy up, Lixie, honey? I do need something to turn this frown upside down.
0: Uh, nothing incredible for the last log. Uh, doesn't really detail exactly where the group went, but does mention a turtle selling magic crystals. It goes on to discuss various fantastical animals, pillars that aged you, giant purple bananas, um, muffins that turn people into lizards, and a giant castle in the sky. Uh, dear Log Riders, uh, please be more specific on locations. If anyone has any details on where to find this turtle, or any magic crystals to share, please let me know. But that's all the time we have for the program. We'll be back in 14 moons for more delicious logs. I've been Blix the Log Goblin.
1: And I'm Liviana. it's only friend. Wishing all of you a good night and safe adventuring from the Sleeper Island news team.
0: Now go away. Write me more logs. Go.
1: Get on get